the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. of the year with this SRN News update starting now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sounds like a presidential candidate in a speech to Iowa Republicans. Governor Ron DeSantis's visit was in part to promote his book, The Courage to be Free, but also a test of how he'd be received in the early voting state of Iowa if he announces his candidacy. DeSantis, as heard on WQAD, boasted of his refusal to adopt COVID safety measures. We chose freedom over Fauciism. His bans on books and sexuality being taught in school. And he blasted the so-called woke agenda of those who are culturally sensitive. Our state is where woke goes to die. DeSantis was courting voters in Des Moines and Davenport. I'm Jackie Quinn. As students struggle to recover from pandemic learning loss, experts say only a small fraction are getting the extra tutoring help they need. Correspondent Jennifer King has more. Over a year and a half of disruptions from COVID-19 left a measurable learning gap for many U.S. students, but less than 10% received any kind of tutoring this fall. That's according to a survey of the nation's largest school districts by the Associated Press and the nonprofit Chalkbeat. On the question of why more students aren't getting tutoring, the AP found many parents didn't know it was available or didn't realize their children needed it. School districts have also struggled to hire tutors. And in cases where tutoring was available, the Typical after-school and weekend scheduling didn't always work for families. I'm Jennifer King. It's spring forward this weekend as you need to turn your clocks ahead one hour as daylight savings time begins this Sunday. Portions of Arizona and Hawaii, along with Puerto Rico, are exempted from the time change. Another rough day on Wall Street as the Dow was down by 345 points. The Nasdaq dropped 199. The S&P 500 lower by 56. More at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you as we enter into another wonderful weekend throughout Central Florida. A little bit cooler tonight. Hope you're enjoying the the cooler weather, and it's great to have you joining us tonight. We have a great program. We'll get right into introducing the guests in just a moment. But, of course, first of all, we wanted to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central is the program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And we have three great guests. We look forward to being joined, uh, joining us tonight. And, of course, it's all presented by Topaz Clinical Research and sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Florida Door Solutions, and, of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando. A little bit later in our program, second half of the show, 
We look forward to sharing a very interesting story with you. We won't get into all the details right now, but with a former, with actually a a gentleman who's much more identified with Winter Park High School and Winter Park uh, retired businessman, Ned Biddick's. But he also has a lot of great Apopka credentials as well. But he uh, was uh, one of the outstanding athletes in the history of Winter Park High School. In fact, and he's been very active in continuing to support um, Wildcats uh, athletics. He was one of the founders of the uh, Winter Park Athletic Hall of Fame. And we'll, Ned Bix will join us and share some great stories and one particular very interesting human interest story as well. A little bit later, and that'll be coming up approximately 7.30. Um, at 7.15, we look forward to being joined by Apopka High School softball coach Mike McQuithy. But right now, we will go to Blue Rider baseball coach, Coach Bobby Brewer. And let's go to Bobby Brewer right now. Hey, hey Coach, thank you for joining us. Hey, no problem, Roger. Always, always happy to do it, man. No, I appreciate it. it well, kind of just give us some, you know, this, this, the season is still in the very early stages, of course. Here we are in early March, not even halfway through March. Um, but you've had some uh, some you know, big ball games, some exciting ball games, some good ball games, some not-so-great ball games. Can you just give us a, a brief overview to start of uh, how you feel about the season thus far? And if I'm not mistaken, we're hovering somewhere around 500 at this point. Yeah, right now, we're, you know, we're 4-4. Four and four. We, we beat a a couple of really good teams and we've uh, we've lost to some good teams but uh, you know I, it, it's kind of hard to tell where we're at right now because we've not been able to put a, a healthy lineup on the field yet we've got some guys that that came right out of the shoot the, almost the first day of practice with injuries and so we're still trying to figure out how you know how, how to get everybody back on the field get them all back healthy but uh, right now you know like I say we're holding we're kind of holding steady at four and four but we got a big, uh, we got a big week coming up next week. We're in a tournament over at uh, over at TFA, uh, and we're going we're to play on a couple teams from out of state and a couple ranked teams. So it's uh, it's 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 pretty good schedule that we put together. But uh, we, you know, I think once we get everybody healthy and get back on the same page, then uh, then we'll be okay. Now, can you talk about the makeup of, of this year's team? You know, we we advanced pretty um, did well and po- yeah, had a you know, winning season last year to advance into postseason. You know, I, you know, ended up losing on the road to an excellent Bartram Trail team uh, in into you know after we'd advanced through the playoffs. But uh, can you talk a little bit about the the makeup of this year's team? Well, I mean, we got a lot of seniors that came. You know, we got a lot of kids. You know, we we, we had we got a lot of seniors this year. We got a lot of kids that's been in the program four years, so they know each other. So as far as that kind of chemistry, as far as everybody, you know, uh, being, you know, like on the same page, uh, I, I think we had that. Uh, what, what I can say it again, the, the problem that we've got, we're trying to put a puzzle together without with some pieces missing. And until we can get everybody back healthy, it, it's really hard to say where we're going to be. I mean, I'm hoping that we, after we get through the spring break that uh, we should have everybody back and healthy and, uh, you know, and we can, then we can, kind of really look at ourselves and see kind of where we're at, where we're going. You know, and it's, it's kind of interesting. I have not been to every game. I've actually been, only been to a few of them. But it, it's one thing that's kind of interesting is that we've had some games where we just really played well. I mean, played outstanding uh, to a certain extent, including the opening opening night, the first game of the year, which was a come-from-behind 
extra inning victory on the road against a good Lake uh, Howell program. Then we've had a couple ugly losses along the way. Um, what do you think about, um, you know, the, I guess, a little, a little bit of the inconsistency to this point? Uh, well, again, we're, we're, we're asking – we got some guys that, you know, that we're asking to do some things that uh, they're not real comfortable doing, but because they're, they're, they're team guys, they're, they're trying to do it. And, uh, you know, we got – believe it or not, we got – like I say, we got some guys that swung the bats really well for us last year, and uh, their bats aren't in the lineup. And it, it makes it a lot easier when uh, offensively, you know, you're putting pressure on the other team every inning. Uh, it, it's tough when – you're asking you're asking your pitchers to almost throw a shutout because we're not you know we're not scoring a lot of runs right now. And, uh, but again, we we've we've had moments where we've we've scored runs against good teams and good pitchers. So uh, it, it's just a matter of time, I think, before we we hit our stride again. I, I'm I'm looking forward to possibly start maybe next week and roll on through the rest of the season. But we, the first thing we got to do, we got to get more consistency at the plate, and we're just. Uh, we're not there yet. Now, pick it up from there. You know, just and again, I, as I said, I've only haven't been to every game, but that seems to be, you know, the situation from my perspective too. The 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 hitting seems to be like the the you know, I guess, fall a little bit lagging behind the rest of the phases of the game. Um, and on the positive side of the ledger, it seems like you got a a good pitching staff and a deep pitching staff. And certainly at the games I've attended, the, the defense has, has played well. Um, c- can you just a- address some of the positives thus far this season? Well, yeah. I mean, our pitchers, our pitchers again, they, they've thrown well. and they, they, they throw the ball over the plate, and, and they challenge the hitters. And, and, uh, and, again, we're not a team that makes a lot of errors. That's true. Uh, we, we, you know, our pitchers give us a chance to win. But, like I said, again, it's – it's tough when you're asking your your pitchers and you're asking the team on the field, look, guys, we got to go out and win this ball game. And oh, by the way, you guys can't give up more than a run or two, you know. And uh, so again, I think the lack of offense that right now that they were going through uh, is, is put a lot of pressure on everything. And we've got good hitters. They just we haven't, you know, like I said, we have not hit our stride yet. But we got guys that I know can hit. I know they will get going and. Uh, all we can do is just keep working at it, and and, uh, that, and these guys aren't afraid of hard work. So, we'll, like I said again, we'll get better as, as, as the year goes. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central, and right now we're speaking with Apopka High School head baseball coach, Coach Bobby Brewer. And I'll, I'll give a, a shout-out to the coach here um, you know, for a moment. I don't want to embarrass you, but... Certainly, uh, a couple of the games I've been to, you know, where the, when the bats weren't exactly working that well, you were able to do some things uh, from a strategic and tactical point of view that that spark gave the team a spark and 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 you know produced some runs. And I would even credit some of your moves uh, during that Lake Howell game, uh, particularly bunning in the last inning, um, you know, having the leadoff guy bunt for a for a base hit, and then having other players bunt, which which they had difficulty um, you know defending, which uh, certain certain teams do that. That's part of part of high school baseball, um, you know. Uh, helped to result in that win. Uh, can, can you just talk about about you know that? And it seems to be some of the the other factors of the game. Uh, the the team, the games I've attended, the the, the base running has been good. Um, I would say excellent in, in uh, even even. And uh, and those are those are the kinds of little things that that you can do uh, to, to win a game or here and there when you're not hitting the ball that great. Can you t- talk about that? Yeah, we, yeah, exactly, and, and and that's stuff that we do do. That's stuff that we look at. But 
Uh, you know, in, in baseball, that that kind of game where you've got nine guys on the field, but not you know, but not nine, not all nine guys are very good runners. I can't, you know, just, <laughs> you got some that can butt really well, and some that struggle a little bit. We got guys that can run the bases and steal a base, but not all nine of our guys can do that either. But what you've got to do is you you make those decisions based on basically what you have at the plate or what you might have on the bases. Uh, we won, yeah, you know, we won a ball game. Uh, we won a ball game the other night against the land where we put pressure on them laying the ball down and, and, and running the bases very aggressively. But again, you have to have the right personnel to do that. Not everybody, not everybody has that, those skills on our team. Uh, I don't think any team out there has everybody on their team that can do all those things. But if we get an opportunity to, to, to manufacture a run, if that's, that's, if that's what it's called, uh, We'll do it. Uh, we just, like I said again, but you got to have the right personnel on the bases and at the plate to do that. Now, you, and as you mentioned briefly before, uh, next week is spring break and throughout Florida, and you know historically teams uh, you know, play in you know tournament type situations, and and we're playing in one at, at the first academy next week against uh, you know. Uh, tough teams and you know tough teams from from out of state. You know that and this has traditionally been a a week that that certain programs and a pop historically has been one of those that that will test themselves, if you will, against some really stiff competition. What are you looking to get to get from to accomplish and to gain from um, you know next week and, and playing some tough teams in in, in well, a I mean, atmosphere? We, we we put we we put a schedule together this year that. I, I think it's pretty good from top to bottom. I don't. We don't play many teams that that aren't good. We uh, we thought we were going to have a really good team coming coming back in here. And like I said, the injuries have absolutely slowed us down. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of good arms, and we're seeing a lot of guys that can swing bats, and we're seeing, you know, we're we're just seeing good teams. And uh, when I got the call about the tournament over there, he told me who was coming in, and uh, I said, absolutely, we'd like to do that. We don't play a lot of out of state teams, so I'm thinking that this is going to be a lot of fun and. The two teams that were playing, I think one won a state championship last year. The other one was, I actually think, was a state runner-up, and they got all their players back. So it should be a hell of a challenge for us. But uh, you know, our kids will be our kids. Our kids will be ready, and and we can't do nothing but get better it, it, with with playing people like that. People that we play people that all we got to do is show up and win. That's not making us any better. So this this is the challenge that we put forth for these guys. They're not backing down from it, like I said again. But it's it's uh, it's it's tough to go out and do what we need to do against these good teams. Sometimes, when you know, when you don't, like I said, when you don't have all your pieces. It, well, you know, a lot of baseball to be played thus far, and as we said before, I've always had already had some good moments this season. So, hopefully, uh, you know, next week will be a big week for us, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some great experience and and come out of it, come out of it even better than we are right now. So, we appreciate you joining us um, on, on the show briefly tonight, uh, Coach, and we look forward to uh, to following the season, the, the, the team, the rest of the season. Yes, sir, and I appreciate you uh, letting us get up here and, and talk about you know. Uh, we are to baseball, and Roger's always good talking to you, buddy. Likewise. Enjoy it uh, in any, any time, uh, on the air or off the air. Uh, friends, uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break right now. We'll come back, and a little bit later we'll speak with a Popka High School softball coach, Coach Mike McQuithy. And then we're also looking forward to speaking with a, a fellow who was an outstanding athlete back in the day 
And um, Ned Biddix, and he's got, we've got a very interesting little story to share with you about Ned Biddix. So please stay with us on Blue Garter Sports Central. Before we go to that break, I want to let you know that our program is presented by Topaz Clinical Research and let you know that Topaz Clinical Research is enrolling patients in clinical trials right now. Insurance is not required, and you're paid for your time and travel. You can visit them at topazclinicalresearch.com. That's topaz with a Z, T-O-P-A-Z, clinicalresearch.com. Or you can just give them a call at 407-703-4342, 407-703-4342. And if you're 50 years old or older, you qualify for a free memory screen. Call them today or visit topazclinicalresearch.com. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Here's what our payroll customer, Laura, thinks about us. Patriot Software and their amazing team are a crucial part of our business. They handle the details of payroll and tax payments, so we can focus on delivering exceptional customer service to our own clients. Patriot's payroll is affordable, easy to use, and it keeps us organized. They're receptive to their customers and strive to demonstrate that each day. Without a doubt, we will be using their payroll services for many years to come. Thank you, Patriot Software. Five stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 500 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience Experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. 
Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. There are over 10,000 reasons why steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. Go. AM 950. FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you as we ease into a wonderful weekend throughout Central Florida. A little bit cooler this evening. Hope you're enjoying that. And hope you're enjoying the program. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is the program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Apopka High School head baseball coach, Coach Bobby Brewer. Of course, Bobby Brewer has an extraordinary career and an extraordinary resume in the game of baseball, which is includes being the coach of the 2001 United States of America champion Little League team um, as well that made it to represent the United States in the Little League World Series that year. Um, before we go to our next interview, and we look forward to being joined by a Popka High School softball coach, Coach Mike McQuithy, a little bit later around 730, I want to share with you a little bit about our Another guest who will join us a little bit later, and that's Ned Biddix, and a little story that I'd like uh, that we want to share with you on the program tonight. But but before we do that, of course, I want to remind you that Blue Garter Sports Central is presented by Topaz Clinical Research and sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Community Health Centers of Central Florida were founded in 1972. Since that time, they have served the citizens of Central Florida with a for- quality, affordable health care. Now, with 15 locations throughout Central Florida, we appreciate their support. Is it's like later in our program now? It'll be approximately uh, 7:45. We'll be joined by uh, a gentleman that many of you know uh, for a variety of reasons. One for his uh, successful career as a businessman, but also certainly uh, people in the Winter Park community know for his. Undying loyalty and support of Winter Park High School athletics, which includes being one of the founders of the Winter Park High School Athletic Hall of Fame. He's still very active in that organization today, but it also includes his um, time as a student at Winter Park when he was literally one of the outstanding athletes in the history of Winter Park High School. In fact, he in 1953, he was a Central Florida Athlete of the Year. <laughs> and so, but his resume also includes a strong Apopka connection. He's a former teacher and coach at Apopka High School um, as well. But uh, let me tell you a little bit brief, uh, briefly a little bit about, um, you know, what we'll talk about in our final segment tonight is that is that um, ran into Ned several years ago, a couple of years ago. It actually was right about right before COVID hit and our paths crossed pretty frequently you know, as people who are passionate about high school sports. And um, Ned had mentioned to me that we were talking about his days playing ball at Winter Park. He was a multi-sport athlete back in the day, 
football, baseball, basketball, probably some other sports as well. You went on to go to Florida Southern College on a basketball scholarship, and uh, he's a basketball alumni from Florida Southern. But um, he made mention of the, you know, we just talked about the Apopka Winter Park rivalry over the years and how it, intense it was, specifically back in the 1950s era when he was playing. And, he kind of men- he mentioned to me, uh, I was going to say casually, but not so casually, actually, now that I think about it, that um, in, in one of those games uh, at Apopka, there had, um, at Old Edwards Field, there was a sign, you know, uh, you know the, the Edwards Field had a, a wooden fence around, um, you know, around the outfield, you know, like, like a lot of ball fields did, you know, back, back in the day, um, in that era, and, you know, of course, on those... Um, on the signs, there would be uh, billboards painted, advertisements painted on the signs. And there was a particular a restaurant in Apopka at that time that had a, a ad on the billboard, a billboard up on the on the baseball fence, the wooden baseball fence. And uh, they made the claim, if you hit a home run over the sign, uh, we'll give you a free chicken dinner. Well, you know, Ned reminded me, which I didn't know about this, but Ned pointed out to me, I guess, if you will, that uh, he did hit a home run over that sign. Um, and the coach at the time, which actually was uh, coach, legendary coach, Coach Sterling, had, um, you know, told him he would get his chicken dinner, but he never did. So um, anyway, uh, we've, I've kind of made a, made a mission to make sure that Ned got that chicken dinner, and it was interrupted by COVID, um, you know, which... Uh, you know, stall the process even further. But anyway, last uh, earlier this week, Ned came out to Apopka to Porky's, of course, and uh, we treated Nick um, Ned to a to to that long-awaited chicken dinner. So we're going to be joined by Ned Bidix. He's going to share a little bit more about that particular story with us, and he's going to share some great stories of what it was like to what uh, to be a high school ball player back in the 1950s and just. Uh, you know how what a big deal high school athletics was back in that era, and I would even go as far as to say much much more of a big deal, frankly, um, to than it is today. And that, that has a lot to do with just the fact that it was a much smaller area. That was, of course, in the pre Disney day days, and life in general was just a much slower pace, <clears throat> a lot simpler, <clears throat> a lot less complicated and uh, you know pulling for your high school sports team was just uh, much more of a big de- big deal than it is now um, not that it's not you know a passionate experience now as, as we as many of us know that it is also he was um, <laughs> served as, as I said before an assistant coach at Apopka um, in football and as a teacher and he's got a story or two to share about those experiences as well. Uh, but later, but look, coming up, we look forward to be joined by Coach Mike McQuithy. Of course, Mike McQuithy is the head softball coach at Apopka. Uh, the girls are off to another excellent start for another outstanding season. Coach Mike McQuithy has been the head softball coach at Apopka for over 30 years, and he is also an Apopka High School alumni. So we look forward to hearing, getting a good, solid update on Apopka Blue Daughter softball from Coach Mike McQuithy in, in just a little bit, in, in just a few minutes. 
And, uh, of course, later we look forward to speaking with Ned Biddix. He's going to tell us all the story about that that home run he hit in Apopka in 1953. And then we, we both will share a little bit about the, the great dinner we had, um, you know, when he finally got his long-awaited chicken dinner earlier this week at Porky's. And we were very pleased also be, to be joined by a very influential people, a person, an impactful person in sports in Apopka as well as in Central Florida, Tom Dorman, who many of you remember as former Orange County Commissioner and Chairman of the Orange County Commission. And Tom is one of the outstanding athletes in the history of Apopka High School Athletics. And um, some of you know, um, but it's not widely known because he's such a humble guy and it wasn't really widely reported. Plus, a lot of it was behind the scenes. But I'm sure many of you remember that Tom Dorman was on the Orange County Commission back during the era when uh, the idea arose. And, of course, the driving force behind the idea here uh, in Central Florida was Pat Williams, um, that that, that Orlando just might have an opportunity to have an NBA franchise. Well, of course, you know, the, the, the conventional wisdom at that time was uh, well, that was kind of a ridiculous idea. Orlando just didn't have a have an identity or a reputation as any kind of a big league sports town. But anyway, uh, and once again, credit Pat Williams and his extraordinary energy and 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 persuasive abilities to get got the 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 got the fire lit, um, got the ball rolling, and but uh, once the momentum began to to build, uh, many things were needed, including an arena, which Orlando, which Orlando or, or Central Florida, Orange County did not have. And and for, you know, for those who who follow politics closely, especially local politics, which is probably every single person that listens to the station, um, knows that you know building arenas um, it, are not uh, generally a popular uh, political position. So the, my point is, in order for Orlando and Central Florida to get the NBA franchise through Under Magic, which at the time was considered to be an extraordinary long shot. Um, even after Pat Williams had gotten the ball rolling and, and gotten the momentum to actually make it uh, a possible reality, um, a, a necessary requirement, a deal-breaking requirement, was uh, Orlando had to have an arena. And, well, you know, that had to go through the political system. That had to go through the Orange County Commission. Now, the point I'm getting to is Tom Dorman played an ind- indispensable role in making all that happen, most of it behind the scenes, most of it uh, out of the um, the view of the public. But those in the in the know know that the role that he played uh, in literally uh, playing an indispensable role in the Orlando Magic, uh, being able to, to come to Orlando because he played an indispensable role in getting the funding approved for the original Orlando Arena. But anyway, um, wanted to share that little bit of history with you. We'll share a little bit more history with you later in the show. But right now we're going to go to a quick break. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank and Williams on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer presented by Topaz Clinical Research. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Death to be signed into law. 
debate was brief and to the point. Americans have questions about how the deadly virus started and what can be done to prevent future outbreaks. Congressman Michael Turner says the American public deserves answers to every aspect of the pandemic. Iran and Saudi Arabia have agreed to reestablish diplomatic relations and reopen embassies after years of tensions. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 345 points. The Nasdaq dropped 199. More details at srnnews.com. Topaz Clinical Research in Apopka is enrolling patients in clinical trials. Insurance not required, and you are paid for your time and travel. Visit them at topazclinicresearch.com, or you can call them at 407-703-4342. And if you are 50 years or older, you qualify for a free memory screen. Call today. Hi, Blue Book Service Center is where for 47 years our customers have come to save big. Quality repair work, lowest labor rate, great park pricing. Call us at 407-321-0741. But hurry, appointments suggested. Don't leave your financial dreams to chance. Here's Michael Easton and the Fellowship Financial Money Minute. A solid financial plan can provide you peace of mind and confidence in retirement. And it should include these four things. Number one, goals. What's important about your retirement? That's your purpose. This is what inspires you during retirement years. Number two, expenses. What's it cost for everyday living expenses and for your goals? Number three, sources of income. Social security, pension, retirement savings, and number four, investments. How confident are you that your investment strategy produces the predictable, reliable income needed to fill the gap between social security, pensions, and your retirement goals? Get this formula right for a stress-free retirement. Call Michael Easton today at 402. 40- 7949-5888 or log on to fellowshipfinancial.com. Fellowship Financial, where we're building your tomorrow. Investment advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Are you worried about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it all could affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Prosperity Principles to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Prosperity Principles, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. right here on FM 94.9 and AM 950, The Answer. Schedule your complimentary consultation now at MyProsperityTeam.com. Larry Elder here. Have you been listening to Breaking Battlegrounds lately? What's Breaking Battlegrounds, you ask? Well, that's a podcast that's been sweeping the nation. The show that's hosted by Chuck Warren and Sam Stone, who ask the tough questions that the corporate media just won't ask. They crash head-on into the crumbling politics and the fracturing culture of a nation in crisis. Listen to Breaking Battlegrounds on this station or go to BreakingBattlegrounds.vote. That's BreakingBattlegrounds.vote. Tuesdays at 7 after the American Adversaries on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. There are over 10,000 reasons why steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. Go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back. Great to be with you tonight. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. We're talking sports, of course, on Blue Darter Sports Central, specifically Apopka High School Sports, because this is the program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter ball players, coaches, and alumni. And I hope you're enjoying our 
program. It was great to catch up with head baseball coach, Coach Bobby Brewer, earlier in the program. Of course, Blue Darter Baseball is 4-4 four and four right now, and they head into a big week next week with the spring break tournament over at the First Academy, where they'll be playing a, a number of top, several top teams, in fact, some top teams from around the country uh, outside the state of Florida. We'll go to Blue Darter softball coach, Coach Mike McQuithy, in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central is supported by Florida Door Solutions and the ball players and their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Darter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. And I want to let you know that if you have garage door problems of any kind, I urge you to call Florida Door Solutions. They have your solution. And you can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And one more thing about Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions supports this program and all the programs, every program you hear on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Now let's go to Coach Mike McQuithy, head softball coach at Apopka High School. Hey, Coach, thank you for joining us here on a Friday night. Hope I'm not getting you in trouble with your wife. <laughs> yeah, no, we just uh, finished dinner, so yeah, I stepped out on the back porch. We'll have a little chat. Oh, great. Well, listen, yeah, you know, um, it's people that follow high school sports uh, closely throughout Central Florida know that uh, Popka Blue Daughter Softball is one of the premier softball programs in the state, has been for decades under your leadership. Uh, off to another good start this year. Can you just uh, tell us a little bit about the the, the team this year? Uh, well, we, you know, it's it's started looking like a struggle in the fall, but uh, we kind of got things at least halfway headed in the right direction. You know, we graduated uh, a couple of, of high producing seniors last year. Jesse Moore is off at FAU, and Aubrey Evans is playing and starting at at UCF as well, and. Avery Brewers starting at Seminole, so we lost our one, two, three batters in our lineup, and, and uh, we kind of struggled in the fall, but uh, we worked a little harder in the off season, and just so far in the spring, we're six and three, and looks like we're we're doing halfway uh, <clears throat> what we'd expect to do. And and what is the makeup of your team? Do you have some you know seniors and upperclassmen that have been kind of waiting their turn, or do you have a bunch of younger players, or kind of a mix? Uh, it's it's always a mix, uh, Roger. You know, it's you know you can't be successful if you just have you know a big group of one class of, of kids because sooner or later they're going to grow. Um, I've always found that the secret to success is having you know three or four players of all grade levels so that you can maintain consistency. And you know, as three or four go out, three or four come in, and as long as you can keep that pipeline full of uh, you know contributing players who want to work hard and and get better and uh, love the game, then you can always kind of stay at the top level. We're speaking with Apopka High School head softball coach, Coach Mike McQuithy on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us. And can you talk about, you know, as I mentioned earlier, next week is spring break throughout Florida. Uh, baseball's got a, a big week ahead in a tournament uh, against some top teams. What, what does next week look like for, for your team? <laughs> well, I, I'm not Coach Brewer. Uh, we like to have our time off. Um, I feel like we push the kids uh, significantly enough. We start in January and we condition in December. And 
and you go five days a week, there's there's a time at which you need to recharge the batteries and get everybody back back, you know, back to full strength, and and then you can go at it hard. We look at the season as being kind of two parts. There's that beginning three or four weeks of the season where you're trying to figure out who plays where and what each person's role is going to be, and we're we're getting close to getting to to that point uh, in determining our our team makeup. And then the second half of the season is pushed toward a state championship. So, um, you know, it's a good time to, to the rest. You know, I, I feel like I'm an older guy, so I need the time off. I got to get away. Just got to just gotta sit here and chill for a while. You're at school every day and you're at uh, either the softball field or practice till 10 o'clock every night. Um, batteries need recharged. No, that, that's a great point. And it also brings up the point that, yes, over the course of a season, especially – in the game of softball, and especially in a state like Florida, it's got you know softball playing weather twelve months a year. Uh, the season does have certain phase; yeah, has phases. Frankly, you've got preseason, you've got early in the season, the regular season, and and then postseason. What um, from your you know many years of experience? What is the the, the ideal way, or at least the the way that you t- approach things to to have the team peaking as you enter the postseason? Well, like I said, you know if if you feel that same analogy of, you know, getting the batteries charged and get them fully rested and make sure everybody's fully up to healthy. You know, we've had a few injuries with ankles. We have a young lady had surgery. We've we've had some hands bruised. And, uh, you know, we batted a little injury bug at the beginning of the year. And uh, so it'll be good to have a week off. And uh, I think we should be 100% healthy when we return. Uh, We're currently 6-3. and We played – what I think is a pretty tough schedule. I was just looking over, waiting on you to, to get to me. And of nine games, only one team doesn't have a winning record. Most of them are, are like five and two, six and two. Um, you know, our, our current rankings were like number 13 in the state. And overall softball for class 7A, we're 38th in the, in the state in all classes. And we've beaten some pretty good teams. And uh, we've taken a few bumps and bruises, but that's, Kind of youth and figuring out exactly what you got to do and when you got to do it. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on Blue Daughter Sports Central as we enter into a, another great weekend throughout Central Florida. Right now, we're talking Blue Daughter softball with head softball coach, Coach Mike McQuithy. And, you know, Mike, when I said at the earliest, the program I mentioned made mention of the fact that you've been the what the head softball coach for, I guess, uh, 30 plus years, if I'm not mistaken. And you well, know, not really the head coach, but but I've been coaching here at Apopka for this year. I think thirty eight. Uh, started in nineteen eighty four uh, as an assistant coach, and uh, we've been there ever since. And you're an alumni, of course, as well. Can you talk about? Uh, yes. You know, just the success you've had, and 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 how you've been able to achieve sustained success. Because that's not, I'd say, that's frankly a rarity in in sports at any level, really. To have the kind of success you've had, you know, year in and year out over a long period of time. Um, well, you, you, you're an Apopka guy as well. You know, as long as there's always a Popka girls wanting, wanting to play as a young girl, and you know, they get started, they get hooked on the love of the game, you know, in, in the youth leagues. And uh, by the time they come to me, they really have a love for the game and a heart for the game. And uh, we're just going to work to get them better. We, you know, we've come up with ways of practicing and, and methods by which uh, players continue to improve. And we kind of do whatever it takes to win a ball game. Sometimes we're we're the home run hitters and New York Yankees, and sometimes we're, you know, St. Louis Cardinals, and we're just trying to run you out of business. Um, 
and uh, we've kind of had that kind of uh, success this year. We've got some young girls at the top of the lineup that are excellent bunners and, and quick and fast cats. Um, and we've got some middle hitters in the middle, and we just try and play some good defense and pitch well. Now, the ability to adapt is very important. And that's a great point you made, too. Yeah, the, the culture in Apopkis, but the youth sports culture, I think, is a really an integral part of the success that so many different sports have had. Kids do have the opportunity uh, to start playing ball at an early age. Uh, those opportunities are there. And then also part of the culture is highly competitive culture. So, um, you know, youngsters start playing, not only start playing ball, but they, they play it uh, in, in highly competitive uh, circumstances, and you know, which they... You know, obviously, like or adapt to, and um, and that that makes for a, a you know, an excellent feeder system, if you will, for the by the time they get to high school. Yeah, I mean it's great, and and you'd be surprised, you know, as, as you and I have both been around here all the time. We'll see, you know, I hate to admit it, but y'all be like, well, I want to coach your mother. <laughs> great, yes, I'm still here, or you know, their their parents are a pop alumni, or the older sister. You know, we've had several families that I've had the younger, older siblings, and now I got the younger siblings, and, and it just um, keeps on going through. And you know, it's very nice to to kind of see that, and you see that families are still there. Uh, we had a game last night against Mount Dora Christian, and it was wonderful to see. I had three players that played several years ago, and they all three came together and got to talk about how you know how the team looked compared to when they were there, and I said, "Wow." That looked better than when we were here. And I said, "Oh, thank you. Uh, it's nice to hear." But it was even nice, nicer to see that they, you know, come back and support the program. No, that, that's a great. That's a great point. One other major element is just the, you know, the, basically the history and tradition and the desire to, to want to be a part of it. Um, that that, that you know, kids develop at a very, very, very early age. Well, well, Mike, thank you for spending a few minutes with us. We wish you the best, uh, you know, the rest of the season. Uh, what, what what do things look like over the horizon here um, over the next uh, several weeks? Uh, yeah, after after spring um, break. Yeah, after spring break, we come back to play at Lake Mary. They're in our district. Um, got a very good Bishop Moore coming in. Uh, horizon kind of gave us some last year. Got Lake Brantley again. They were in the final four. They're highly ranked in the state. Uh, then we got the Metro Tournament. And then that brings us, uh, you know, the finishing up week before districts. We got Lake Mary again, West Orange, Eustis, the defending state champion at times, and Timber Creek and Flagler Palm Coast. Um, there's nobody on our schedule that, you know, most people would call a cupcake. Um, all of them are good programs, and and uh, I, I think we're holding our own so far. And uh, we'll be, we'll, we should be there by the time we get to the end of the season. It's uh, how you play there, and we'll see how that goes. Great. Uh, best wishes. Thank you for joining us tonight on Blue Darters Sports Central. Thank you, Roger. Coach Mike McQuithy, head softball coach at Apopka. Well, friends, we're going to take another quick break in just a moment. When we come back, we'll speak with Ned Biddicks. He's a Winter Park High alum. In fact, he's one of the outstanding athletes in the history of Winter Park High School. And he, But he also has an Apopka connection, too, and we're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Before we go to that break, of course, I want to remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central is supported by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando. And of course, let you know, remind you that Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic have been voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I urge you to call Dr. Patrick St. Germain. 
Friends, we'll take a quick break, and then we will be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. The Titans of Talk Radio, the American adversaries, drive at five. Everybody's going, Biden needs to come out and talk to the country. Oh, Every time he comes out and talks to the country, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's a, a lie after yeah. a lie. So you, you just don't believe the guy. you got to have somebody with credibility, which there are none. Central Florida's number one local conservative talk show. Afternoons 5 to 7, Sundays 5 to 8. Live video streaming on Rumble.com. And now live on Super Channel WACX. Antenna viewers 55.7. The American adversaries. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Topaz Clinical Research is enrolling patients in a clinical trial for OCD. If you or someone you love is experiencing OCD symptoms and the current medication is just not working, then you may qualify to participate in a clinical trial at Topaz Clinical Research in Apopka. Call them today at 407-703-4342 or visit them at topazclinicalresearch.com. Worried about what you're breathing in? With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage, available at navage.com. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7. And now, Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. Go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you. I want to thank you for the opportunity to share a little bit of your Friday evening 
with you. Hope you're enjoying the program, of course, presented by Topaz Clinical Research and sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Now we're going to welcome a gentleman who is more closely associated with Winter Park High School in athletics, but he has an Apopka connection as well. Retired businessman Ned Biddix of Winter Park. He uh, is one of the outstanding athletes in the history of Winter Park High School. In fact, in 1953, he was the Central Florida Athlete of the Year throughout all of Central Florida. He went on to star in basketball at Florida Southern College, and he has remained very active in supporting Winter Park High School athletics. In fact, he was one of the founders of the Winter Park High School Athletic Hall of Fame and is still very active in that organization. Right now, please um, join me in welcoming Ned Biddix to Blue Darter Sports Central. Ned, thank you for joining us. Well, good evening, Roger. I enjoyed our, our lunch uh, on uh, yesterday, actually, up at uh, Porky's in Apopka, and your, your long-awaited uh, free chicken dinner. And uh, Can you just <laughs> share with us a little bit about, of course, that's the result of a home run you hit um, again in a baseball game in Apopka at Old Edwards Field um, in 1953, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, That's, correct. What, what, That's correct. Was it worth the wait? And uh, tell us a little bit about our, our, your experience at Porky's yesterday. Uh, first of all, the, the food was fantastic at Porky's. My goodness sakes. I, that was my first visit there, and it was unbelievable food, I'm telling you. Uh, I had the chicken dinner, and that's the reason I had it was because of that uh, ad that was on that uh, right center field fence that said, uh, you hit the ball over this sign, and you get a free chicken dinner. And I believe it was Church's Fried Chicken, I believe it was. Uh, that had to sign up there, and uh, that was 1953, and and even the late coach Joe Sterling and I talked and talked and talked about this. He says, I'm going to get you that dinner one of these days, because <laughs> he was coaching the starters at that time. Well, I'm sorry that you had to wait so long, but it was certainly an enjoyable experience. It's wonderful to have uh, Popka High School standout Tom Dorman join us as well. Of course, yeah. you and Tom competed in each other back in the day, back in the early 50s. Two things, and we only have a, a few minutes I'd like to have you share. And uh, the first of all is it, it was great to hear you guys talk about just the, the lay of the land, if you will, back in the early 50s how important high school sports was to the the communities involved, specifically Apopka, specifically Winter Park, and how even, you know, back in those days, the uh, the town, the, the and businesses would actually close down to go to the, the, the baseball game in the afternoon. And, of course, back in those days, there was virtually no, uh, if not totally no, night baseball and high school baseball back in those days. So the games were played in the afternoon. But can you talk about just the, the passion that the, the and, the, and the sense of, of pride and community, each in uh, the community had back in those days well exactly i tell you the uh you're so right about the stores closing down the day of a big game and things of this nature uh they did those in those days we did those things we the media was certainly there we didn't have any cell phones and things of that nature that these youngsters have today and uh the passion the traveling uh we would uh take a bus, say, from Winter Park High School to uh, Apopka or Eustis or Leesburg, and there would be a caravan of cars behind us uh, coming to the game, blowing the horns. And the rivalry was certainly there, and, and it acts 
eventually we got to the point where all of us became not only competitors, but we were friends also on the weekends. We would find each other uh, in certain hangouts, you know, uh, like Ropers in Winter Park, you know, areas like that. And uh, the passion was uh, was there, and uh, it just, uh, uh, everywhere we went, uh, we saw very few strangers in respect to athletes. Everybody was welcoming each other, and uh, it, it was just not that they don't do that today, but it's just uh, it's just different today uh, in that respect. Yeah, a, and, uh, yeah, a lot fewer entertainment options uh, back, yes. back back in, in in those days, or some of us might call them d- distractions um, from the important <laughs> stuff like playing ball. But, but there was one more story, and we've only got about four minutes, but I definitely would love to have you share this because it also speaks to how the, 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 the culture, the way things were back in those days, which are, uh, in this case, it's significantly different, I suspect, than today. But in, as I'd mentioned earlier in the show, you, um, you know, even though you're from Winter Park and closely associated with Winter Park as an alumni, you actually were a teacher and a co- assistant coach at Apopka, uh, actually hired That's by correct. my father, of course, Roger A. Williams. But, and, uh-huh. and, and during that time as an assistant coach, um, there was a particular practice um, and uh, where the head coach, Coach Jimmy Matthews, uh, wasn't pleased, well, I guess, with the intensity. But can you kind of pick it up there and tell us what happened from that point? Yes, it was on a Monday, and uh, we were not having a good practice. And uh, we were trying to install a new defense. Back in those days, you either ran a 6-2 or 6-3 or a 5-4 sometimes. We put in a 4-4 defense, which nobody else in Central Florida was running this. And we we kept practicing and practicing, and the guys weren't catching on. So the coaches, we got a little upset with them, and, and Coach Matthews yelled to the managers, give me three hats. We put the helmets on, and I was a quarterback. He was a tailback, and Coach Hoff was the right guard. And so we started running our plays, trying to show those guys what they're going to have to do to run this 44 defense. And I took the, took that first handoff, and I started down the right side of the line. Gerald Odom knocked the daylights out. There <laughs> <laughs> in mind, with no pads, <laughs> I got up and – Naturally, he kind of knocked the wind out of me, but I wasn't going to let anybody know that. And so I went back to the huddle, and I told Hoff, Coach Hoff was a line playing right guard. I said, take care of Odom the next play. <laughs> and so he, he did. And and those kids, uh, you know, they loved it because we jumped in and started playing with them. Now, nowadays, you, you just don't do those things with these kids nowadays. But uh, we... We did, and uh, you know we threw blocks on them. We 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 tackled them and everything else, but uh, you know not not hundred uh, percent. But but, 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 but they, they, they gave about as good as they got too, though, right? Well, these kids that, that was nineteen fifty seven, and I'm telling you, Popka High School, we had some players, and we we had some excellent high school football players back in those days, and uh, they had a great. And I had one real, real quick story sure. to also tell you is Winter Garden was naturally a big competitor, and uh, that was the week that we we were trying to put the four four in the defense, and so we had to do something to fire these kids up and get their attention and whatnot. And we had met down there at the, at the drugstore there on the corner and talking about all this stuff, and we decided to write a letter 
and signed by the Winter Garden football team back to the, the football team at Apopka High School. And we, we wrote that letter out, and we all all three of us agreed it looked pretty good. We we ran it over to uh, Winter Garden and mailed it with a, you know, so they have Winter Garden address, everything on it. And we mailed it to your dad. Your dad got the letter. We hadn't even, we hadn't even told your dad about it. <laughs> and he read that letter. And he called us all in and said, man, I just got this letter. Y'all read this letter. And we, we agreed to read it. You know, we acted real concerned about it. And he, he called all the players in. He says, uh, Joe Cottle, they got your name right here. Odom, here's your name. Blackwater, here's your name. You know, Shaw, Shaw, look at here, Jerome, you're the quarterback. We, we're going to get you too, you know. <laughs> and, and we fired him up. I'll make a long story short. Uh, we beat uh, Winter Garden twenty to nothing Thanksgiving <laughs> Friday night. And well, I don't think they maybe had one or two first downs the whole night. Well, well, but anyway, well, well, now, you, you, you've answered some questions. Did. One is people always ask me how how come Apopka's so good in football. You helped answer a question about that, and and I, now I know why my father had such a you know a, a, a passion about uh, about Winter Garden and Lakeview High School <laughs> back in the day. Well, Ned well, Bennett, thank you so much for joining us, and it, it was great well, to see you yesterday. I'm glad you well, got that dinner. Thank you very much, and I certainly enjoyed it. Thank you again. Friends, thank you for care. joining us. Thanks. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News Talk State. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.